Hi all, hope Halloween was good to you. Me? I went dressed as the spectre of climate change. What does that look like? Fine, I made my costume out of our recycling bin. But I looked, if I do say so, pretty scary. Over the weeks before Halloween, there was something exciting brewing. And no, I don't mean my costume. For the first time ever, a group of young people from across Ireland met to talk about something that's close to our hearts. Biodiversity in Ireland and the losses we've seen. Over 500 children and young people aged 7 to 17 years old applied to be part of the Special Assembly. 35 were chosen from across the country to offer as diverse a group as possible, and we were lucky enough to meet some of them. My name is Lily. I'm 15. I don't spend that much time in nature. I visit the sea sometimes, but it's almost like it doesn't occur to me that it's nature because I can't see any of the fish when I go to the beach. I can't really see anything else except for some plastic cans sometimes. <laughs> Hi, I'm Oisin. I'm 13 and I live in Galway. I like going to Barnet Woods. It's near where I live. Yeah, I like being there. It's fun and all that. You can see all the wildlife. I saw one or two squirrels and then you'd see all the plant life as well. You'd see the trees, quite a few species of moss, mushroom. Hi, I'm Clodagh, I'm 10, and I live in Dublin. I live beside loads of parks, so I go to the park with my cousin a lot. I go climb mountains a lot with my parents every weekend. Sometimes I don't really feel like I get out into nature enough, because like, none of us really focus on like what nature is. Sometimes people are just like, okay, I need to work. Over two weekends, one in Wicklow and the next in Kerry, the young people were split into teams. Each team was asked to concentrate on one particular aspect of biodiversity loss, helped by immersing themselves in the natural spaces around them. I'm Lucas, I'm 11 and I live in Greystones. Well, in my class, one of the representatives talked about the biodiversity assembly and it sounded good, so I joined. There were a load of applicants and only 35 of us got into it, so we're all trying to do what the most we can with us. I didn't think of biodiversity so much as climate change and pollution and stuff because I thought it was just something that was a thing. I knew species were going extinct. I thought it was just the environment. I'm Fia. I'm seven years old. I live in Cork. At first, I didn't really know what it was. And then when I went to the assembly, I figured out that it was nature and species of animals. Some people interact with it really well, and some people barely even care about it. Yeah, we went to a forest while we were there and we saw just how many species were living in them forests. They put on a video explaining about the wolves thing over in America, in Yellowstone. Wolves were hunted to extinction, but when they were reintroduced to Yellowstone, it became a really big hub of nature because once the deer and the herbivores quelled, then there was more plants that could grow. More plants meant more biodiversity, more plants meant more fungi, for instance. And more plants stiffened the earth, so made the river run better. But it's basically like, take one link out of the food chain and all the other food chains that are connected to it will suffer. The main issues you'd really hear would be your climate change and your global warming, so you wouldn't really hear too much about biodiversity. Probably because some people might consider them bigger issues than biodiversity loss, but as Lily said earlier, if you take away part of the food chain, then the whole thing's gone down. The teachers are really nice, and they made it so easy to learn because they just turned everything into a game, and we were got set up into theme groups. I was in the climate change group. We were given a list of companies, and we were all given monopoly money, and we had to dish out the money to the companies that we thought most deserved it, that were most necessary to protect biodiversity. 
in my group, the winner was a company that we made ourselves, Green Driving. Basically, they get your old diesel car and they turn it into an electric car for no charge. So our theme was over-exploitation. When people take too much, we organised jelly beans into colour and it was like the ocean and then all the jelly beans for the fish. We were all fishers and we took all the fish from the sea. We took everything and there was nothing left, so we had nothing. We got to put all the jelly beans back inside again and stop fishing and it was really fun because we got to eat the jelly beans at the end. The white ones tasted really disgusting, but they didn't taste like fish. We were looking into habitat loss forests where we should stop cutting them down and we should stop fishing so much. I was looking at invasive species. I knew an invasive species was a species from another ecosystem that basically hitchhiked into our ecosystem and started causing mischief. Species that aren't part of the biodiversity but they're still there causing the entire biodiversity to fall apart. The water fern, it's a plant that originates from North and South America. It's kind of all over Ireland. It's like those plants you see on top of water that make water look like solid ground. It gets rid of a lot of the oxygen in the water for the fish, all the aquatic animals, and it blocks sunlight getting to all the aquatic plants. And animals could fall in since it looks a lot like solid ground. It feels uh, bad the way that people bring in species that shouldn't be there and kind of destroying the biodiversity on purpose or not. We need to try stop bringing species over that shouldn't be there. And if we do bring them over, like as pets or something, like the grey squirrel, we shouldn't release them in the wild. The aim of the assembly was to ensure that the children of Ireland had a voice in what happens to the very few wild spaces left in Ireland. The Citizens' Assembly on Biodiversity Loss, which is taking place over the course of this year, was tasked by the Oireachtas by examining how the state can improve its response to the issue of biodiversity loss and it was vital that young people had a chance to add their thoughts. To that end, Malcolm Noonan TD, Minister for State for Heritage and Electoral Reform, joined them in Killarney National Park. I'm here today to meet with the children and young people uh, who are involved in in the Assembly. It was something that at the outset when the Citizens' Assembly was being developed for biodiversity, I felt it vitally important that young people had a voice, and not just a, a, a voice, but a meaningful voice in how are we developed biodiversity policy. From my own perspective, my wife works in outdoor education, outdoor preschools. Uh, I see the value of what she does with children, uh, the practices that they embed in their work. And I see that young people in particular have uh, a viewpoint that is really worth capturing and capturing that viewpoint to feed into the next National Biodiversity Action Plan, to feed into what Ireland is going to do to respond to the biodiversity crisis, for me is absolutely vital. So yesterday we went out for a nature walk and had a look around the gardens. We also worked on our calls for action, which is what we want the government to do. My group, we've done education. We want people to be educated about this topic. We want it to be a subject at school. We want everyone to be taught about it and make it compulsory to learn. I did too. The call of action was to make stuff that we need the price lower and then stuff that we don't need the price higher. And I also did make more national parks. I was doing um, nature reserves. We had a few ideas that we would have like people who know what they're doing in the biodiversity. Like, if you want to go in the nature reserve, you're gonna like need a tour guide so you don't accidentally hurt the biodiversity. And we also thought of a way to help animals that have been hurt by like humans. Like a fox got shot in the paw. There's like habitats for them when they heal they go back into the wild but it's only if they've like been hurt by humans like if like if they got sick from pollution i was also part of the group for invasive species 
and the whole thing with invasive species is they're species that don't belong in the country they're invading. The rhododendron was brought over by an English landlord who thought it looked nice and it kind of spread all all over Ireland, uh, killing lots of trees and everything. We're delighted to be joined uh, by Malcolm Noonan. We've talked a lot this weekend about uh, audience, uh, who you want to talk to and who you want to hear and act upon your recommendations. So Malcolm is in a position of authority and responsibility, so this uh, time with him is your chance to have that conversation. The Assembly members presented their calls to action directly to the Minister following two weekends of deliberation on the topic. Teenagers Eleanor and Laura were selected to deliver their recommendations. The Assembly came up with six key messages under which their list of calls to action and recommendations fall. We must treat the earth like we do our family and friends and give the earth the right to be treated with kindness and respect. Future generations must live in a world where there isn't a crisis and where children don't have to take action because of the incapability of past generations. Every decision must take biodiversity into account. Children and young people must be included in decisions being made about biodiversity. Biodiversity protection must be a shared responsibility and a global collaborative effort. We must consume resources in a sustainable, moderate way that neither diminishes the environment slash biodiversity or our rights, well-being and livelihoods. This is an anxious time for children and young people. They're seeing around them huge global change or climate around biodiversity and I think it's important that they're able to articulate that and be in a position to also say, well, here are our solutions, this is what we can do. And this is the world that we want to see when they're my age. And, uh, and from that point of view, it's, it's, it's really important to me that we capture this, that we as a government take it seriously, and that we bring it forward and say, these are the views of children and young people, and we now will act on them. We actually had the government listening to us. We knew that they were going to take our opinions on board by the Pasena Minister down to talk to us and ask us what we've been doing. It's kind of cool because adults kind of like, they have the choice and everything. Kids have really no choice. What would happen if no kids ever paid attention? It would just all crash apart. So we need kids to know about it now so then in the future we won't be like dead because of no biodiversity. I don't think it's just the children being heard. I think it's children being taken seriously. The UN Charter for the Rights of of Children uh, states that we must uh, include the voices of children and young people. That's a fundamental right. But secondly, it must be done in a way that is meaningful. It can't be tokenistic. We can't be ticking boxes and say we have consulted with young people. They need to have their voices included. And the outputs of any work that we do on national policy or local policy must reflect those voices. So I think it's uh, hugely important that we capture that in a way that is creative, and I think that's what's being done here today uh, and over the last number of weeks with the young pe- Children and Young People's Assembly. And by doing that, we, we, we take on board those testimonials the, and, and capture exactly the way young people are feeling. We have a collective work, job of work to do. I, I don't like to see division around it. Uh, there's, there's the silos of, oh, it's the farmer's fault or it's someone else's fault. It's not. It's a collective responsibility. And if young people are going to see inspiration and see leadership, what they will want to see is to see us working together. Uh, so uh, so that I think from what's critically important as a policymaker is that we're able to bring forward policies that are about a collective voice and a shared responsibility. This is we, We've all gotten to this point and we can lay the blame at different doors, but it's vitally important now that we work together. We have a short window of time to address this and it's critically important we do it with a singular voice. 
Well, the information, like all the ideas that we have, we're going to go through the adult one and then they're going to present it to the government. So hopefully the government realises what we're trying to say and puts it into their hands and then sorts it out. I think the biodiversity is going to be healthier than it was originally, or at least that's what I'm hoping. You don't need to go to an assembly to be part of biodiversity. You can do these simple things that will affect biodiversity a lot. Maybe you could just plant a new plant in your back garden, maybe plant some food. That might feed the bees, the bees might do the pollen, that might help some plants, that might help animals, that might like grow into stuff that will help the world. Every single action will make a difference to us, bigger picture. I just want to see a change, because like people, they just keep building houses and places where that could have been like home for tons of animals. They just keep building houses because they think that's what people need. But what people need is a change. They need biodiversity. I feel like this shouldn't be happening and we should stop doing this because it's not going to end up in good results. This assembly was the first of its kind in Ireland. It allowed us to share the platform with adults who don't always include young people in their decision making. We can only hope that the calls to action will be met with the action they deserve.